Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. But our next guest uh, sitting in the studio is a remarkable uh, winning entrepreneur. In fact, he once won the Inspiring Entrepreneur of the Year. I thought all entrepreneurs were inspiring, but clearly our next guest must be uh, more than most. He's got a Gladiator Mastery event, which kicks off in about a month on the 18th of March. And Darius Sudi is in studio. Great to have you in here. Thank you for inviting me. It's my honour. It's great to have you in. Now, uh, you can hear you've got a bit of an English accent from your time in Manchester, but originally from Iran, and now you're living here in, in, yes. in the UAE. Last couple of years since COVID, we've seen so many people be inspired by losing their jobs or seeing the fragility of their industry that they're in, and are therefore thinking, you know what, I need to go it alone. I need to back myself. I need to realize that I can't, I can't sack myself. So I want to start my own business. You work with a lot of people, coaching them, coaching people how to sell, coaching how people how to be an entrepreneur. What takes someone, what does it take for someone to get up and leave their job and say, I want to be an entrepreneur? I think, first of all, if you, if you, you've asked me a couple of really good questions. When you, when you study very successful people, they're not always driven by their goals. They're driven by paranoia also. So what you find is somebody like Elon Musk doesn't actually, he's one of the most competitive human beings on the planet. He doesn't want to just be the richest. He doesn't want to lose the spot of the richest person. So paranoia comes naturally with successful people. So it's not all about being goal driven. What happens change, very smart people implement change by choice. Others cho change happens to them and then they respond. So what I would like to really work with people who actually are unhappy and they're having unfulfilled lives and just don't have the answers and they're asking the right questions and I like to assist people to to implement positive change in their lives because especially when it comes to money when it comes to money business entrepreneurial it, it's all about money and most people due to the upbringing have a negative association when it comes to money money is not uh, doesn't grow on trees money is root of all evil rich people aren't good people these are all things that unfortunately our parents have taught us and it's often not true because because we we get caught up in jobs and one of the hardest things i think in some people great example of that is asking for a pay rise you know because they get emotional 
and and uh, I've seen it work. I, I work in in music a lot, and uh, people that are really into their music, they have someone else do their deals for them because they get too emotionally attached to their work. Amazing. That they've got to have an agent. That's why actors they have agents because they're so emotionally attached. And people in this day and age do get attached to their job for what they put in, and therefore I think. Uh, that emotional relationship with their job and, and what their job has in terms of their social status and their sense of identity and then they start to think about the money and that I think that's part of where it gets confused in their mind, the relationship of, 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 of what their job really is and that's helping someone else higher up the chain bring in more money. Correct, correct. First of all, job, I believe, stands for just over broke. You're never going to get rich in a job, okay? Uh, secondly is that you never get a brain surgeon going over the counter and negotiating on the on the, the cost of the medicine. So my suggestion is, if you want to actually add, just keep adding value. Make yourself irreplaceable. Mm. And then when you approach someone, it's easy to give them a pay increase because they can't afford to replace you. Well, what, is the, what is the single most unique trait you've seen when you're working with people that helps them sort of unleash and get over those internal demons? What, what, what is different between those people are just happy to turn up and have their job and whinge that things are never going to get better without actually taking action and those that are Elon Musk? Beautiful. First of all, in my company, we have 130 staff. If you're going to turn up in my business, I suggest you turn up earlier than five to nine because if I'm at work at seven and you turn up at eight, I get to notice you more. If you stay a little bit longer, I get to notice you. It shows commitment. Also, come to your bosses with solutions so you're thinking outside the box mm -hmm. rather than just reactive problems. So um, don't waste time. Be efficient with your time. Do things at speed. Deliver on your promises. All those things go a long way in adding value to you in, the, in an organization. One of the things you are doing is you've got an event that's coming up tomorrow. It's a live workshop located at the Media Ratana in Dubai in Barsha Heights uh, between 11 and 3. So if you take uh, Darush's word, get there at 10.30. He might see you <laughs> and get a better relationship. Anyone who's wanting to get down there tomorrow, uh, what can they expect? Who's it for? Uh, it's for, first of all, when we talk about sales, it's for salespeople. Now, the moment I say sales, Internally, we think of uh, sales, sales as somebody, department. a sales department, a salesperson, an entrepreneur, client service, anybody client facing. The challenge is that the moment I say sales, people imagine somebody who's a fast talker, doesn't listen, sells something to somebody Sleazy they don't want. Sales. Exactly. But due to 21st century, due to the internet, things have changed. So, what you want to do is, a salesperson is somebody who fixes other people's headaches. So, the, the, the challenge, the technique, the is in the listening skills, building relationship skills and not selling something. So what I intend to do is show people that if you're really interested in somebody else and fixing their problems, you can sell them anything. Because the first rule of sales is it comes through trust and likability of the person. And the only way you can build it is through listening skills, asking the right questions, showing genuine enthusiasm about the other person's life or their business. And that makes you a great salesperson. So if you notice, when you meet salespeople, they have every single title apart from sales on the business card business development manager, they got area this manager. Relationship man coordinator. But they're all sales because they're embarrassed of the word sales. What I want to do is I want to say that if you're a salesperson, you should be very, very proud of it because often a great salesperson earns more than the CEO of the company. So tomorrow I've got guest speakers. We're going to teach different ways of being able to influence others to come your way, fix their headache and get paid for it. You're not going to stand up and say to people, 
sell me this pen. You're not going to go through all those. The uh, the Jordan Belfort t- uh, tactic. Have you seen uh, that one? Yes, yes, yes. We, we do that in another session. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's not a pen. It's not a pen. Okay. But um, the fact is that if you really believe in your products or services and what you what problems you're fixing, then you can easily charge for it. The problem is that most people don't value their expertise and their experience. Yeah. So they find I, I, it difficult. I'm, gu- I'm so guilty of that. Yes. And like a lot of people are. You, yes. you tend to undersell yourself or, um, yeah, you, you, I wouldn't say aggressive enough, but, but sometimes there's an element of separating the business from the job. Yeah. First of all, business is not personal. Okay, unfortunately, you are the product. When you're going out selling, you, say you are the. I could never be a model. Not the fact that I'm not very well, I don't attractive. Know. You're selling but the point a bit is short. that if I get rejected, I might take it personally. Yeah. But the fact that maybe they're not looking for a bold Iranian in that title role, you know, or that picture. So it's not personal. It just sometimes doesn't fit. That could be doing a movie on Joe Rogan, and you'd be perfect. Correct. Or Donna White. Yeah, right? Donna White. Yeah, I get away with it. Yeah, yeah. Best of Wonderful. <laughs> yeah, so I get it all. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, you need to you need to add value. You need to differentiate yourself in the marketplace and look at the problems that you're fixing. If they bring you as a DJ into a place and you get to get people to stay an hour longer, how much revenue is that for them? Yeah. Okay. And what you charge is nothing compared to the revenue that they're going to bring in into the room. I remember that next time I've got a gig. I remember I started doing. Uh, I play a lot of live music, guitar and singing, and uh, I was at a venue the other night and it was an experiment and uh, I packed up. And then the, everyone around was like, oh, are they doing live music here now? Oh, they were all excited. They were about to sit down. And I did. I counted one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. All these extra people are all about to buy another three drinks. And exactly. suddenly you... Exactly. So what you do is you use that experience and that um, uh, increase in revenue and, and share it with your future prospects and say, guess what happened? Three times I did these events, people stayed. And on average, I increased the revenue by 2500 All I'm asking for is 750 dollars extra. Is it simple enough to say that we're all in sales or is that too simplistic? We're all in sales. As parents, your children are selling to you why you should buy their toys, you're selling to them why they should go out for dinner. You're constantly selling. It's just that we don't like the word selling. But the fact is now your prospect knows about your products and services more than you do because they're Googling you all the time. By the time you leave the office, they know more about your products or services than you do. So to, to try to sell something that they don't want, it's just old fashioned. It doesn't work and the relationship doesn't last. When I went back and did my, my master's, uh, there was a, a lesson we learned uh, that was a Harvard Business School review. And they made a point that in any job, bar maybe you know high-end brain surgeons, in any job, skill is really only 20%. And the other 80% is those softer skills. It's your relationships, uh, your attitude, your willingness to learn, your willingness to admit mistakes, you know, how you engage in teamwork. Would you agree with that? I say skills is 5%. is habitual, it's discipline. Um, Business is a marathon, not a sprint. And often entrepreneurs get bored very easily, so they don't have that consistency. Is that why they've always got like investments in eight different companies? Correct, which is wrong. You only do that when you got enough, your baskets are full. So you you covered the rent, you've covered all your payments. Or you've made enough money, the VC guys are coming at you. Correct, exactly, which thank goodness I'm in that position right now. So every single month I invest in different companies, but a few years back I wasn't. So what you need to do, you need to focus your money, you need to focus your effort and all your intentions to one place. Because once you focus, water can burn through steel, right? But when you're dispersing all your focus and your time, valuable time, you're not going to get anywhere in life. What, you've met with so many people over the years. What are some of your favourite success stories or, or favourite stories of people that you've that have been able you've been able to ignite a fire within them to achieve their goals? 
one of my favorite stories is that a uh, I nearly mentioned their name a company hired me and they hadn't paid their staff for six months jeez how are they, they still said, in business oh, well it wasn't a good business and um, they hired me to bring sales planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details and turn the company around and they said to me whatever you do don't go through the warehouse because you get beaten up because these people are barely living and if you're going to go as a management just avoid it go come to the back go to the office so anyway one particular night I've worked with them for three weeks and one particular night I was driving past uh, Meadows and a drophead Rolls Royce drop uh, parked next to me and it was the owner's car he was in the car and I couldn't believe that he's dri- driving a drophead Rolls Royce a um, few million dirhams when he hasn't paid his staff for six months. Mm. So I think everybody needs the coach. So I actually contacted my coach and said, hey, listen, I feel totally despondent. I feel cheated that they hired me to turn this company around where they're actually abusing the staff. And he said to me, make sure that you realize that the staff are your employees, employers, not the guy who's driving the Rolls Royce. So you owe it to turn, turn the company around. So I went in with new new vigor with total motivation very next day to make sure there was enough money in the bank to pay everybody's salary and catch up with all what they were owing and the company was in profit then I left so unfortunately what you find is most companies the owners don't have the right culture they don't make employees priority and they use them as commodity rather than somebody that should be valued and invested in so what I do is I always go in and turn around one of the biggest shipping companies in the UAE hired me and they paid, I, I take money up front. And they said, uh, you came as a recommendation. I took three months fee up front. And they said, it's the biggest waste of, waste of our money. I said, why do you say that? I said, have you ever sold a ship? I said, never. I said, what's your other fear? He says, well, they start at $6 million per ship. The other one is that it takes 18 months to make a decision. So what are you going to do in three months? I sold $36 million in three months. And I still don't know one another ship from another. Yeah, it, it, look, it's a great insight because I, I've been in, in media 20 years. And uh, one of the reasons I went off and I did an MBA, I was so frustrated at the media management I'd had through the course of my career. A lot of it was more about rebranding. 
rebranding my personal self because people saw me as a music guy um, rather than having a business acumen. And radio, and I think that the arts is so simply because so many people get in that are great at business, whatever that they've done previously, real estate or whatever. And I've seen this time and time again, and then they get into media and media is one of those few industries where the people are your product and it's also a creative industry. So it's very hard to monetize when you see two people sitting around talking about sports and think they're not doing any work, but in a creative environment, being relaxed, suddenly the way they spreak up a great idea that, that then should be results driven. And I think it's really, really hard. What advice do you have to give for people who might be great business people, but then they're going in to try and adopt and run a culture that they're not really used to? I think your challenge in this industry is that you're passionate about what you're doing. Yeah. And the moment you get passion involved with something else, you can almost give it away. One of my friends is a very famous person in this industry, and he gets more significance from being liked and listened to by masses than actually charging fee. And I say to him, you are a business. Just because thousands of people listen to you- I think I know who this is, but yeah. <laughs> doesn't tick all your boxes. You need to charge a fee that's relevant to how much you're worth, yeah. right? So don't mix the two together. Value yourself, value your experience, value you bring what you bring on the table and make yourself irreplaceable. We're speaking on Talk 100.3 with uh, Darius Saudi. He's got a fantastic event coming up tomorrow. You need to get down there. It's a live workshop at the Media Retina Barsha Heights from 11 till three. Um, in all your work that you've worked with people and you've helped out, what made you go? Were you originally in sales or in the sales department? Is this what led you to move on to this career of being a consultant and then also helping people live out their dreams? I'm dyslexic, and uh, I, I just knew education wasn't for me. Which is common with CEOs. It, it is. It is, actually. Richard Branson and other people are, are dyslexic. And I'm very good with numbers. So if you put a business plan in front of me, within seconds, I'll tell you where the holes in, the, in your business is. But unfortunately, when it comes to content and text and stuff, I'm, I'm not very good. Mm. At the same time, I was always, I was brought up around a family where I wasn't good enough. I was never good enough to make it in life. I was never good enough. I was kept being told that I wasn't good enough. I just want to prove my family wrong. So the only way I could actually see myself earning a lot of money with no education was sales. And um, I guess I, I was never good at sales, but I was always a hard worker. So I noticed that if you actually work hard enough, hard work the money talent. will come, yeah. beats talent. If you can along the way learn from your mistakes and keep improving, mix that with hard work, you become very, very successful. And that served me very well. Well, they're, they're great. They're great. That's great advice. So just, just before we let you go, we know how busy you are preparing for tomorrow. Um, uh, for anyone who may be going through some personal battles, you know, they often say that if you close, turn off the lights and you sit at the end of the bed and ask yourself those hard questions, the answers will probably come to you. But for anyone who is going through those professional battles and they're feeling maybe misguided and without direction, what advice do you have for them? Beautiful. Um, two things. One, kill the ego. I, when people come to my course, I say, there's a reason why you're on this course. Get your bank statements out right now, look at your bank statements, and let that be the judge of you, not the, the image that you portray. If you're happy with your bank statement, what it says there, congratulations. If you're not, make those changes. Second thing is take full responsibility. Don't be a victim. Unfortunately, you may have come across circumstances that wasn't was out of your control, but you have the ability to change your surroundings by changing yourself first. So do not be a victim. You can change anything. I'm a walking, talking person. I'm 56. I came here when I was 44. I had $700 in my pocket. 
new country, three kids. If I can do it, what's your excuse? Well, isn't that great? Great inspirational words. You can hear more of this uh, if you want to be a part of the live workshop at the Media Retana in Dubai, Barsha Heights, tomorrow uh, from 11. Uh, Darish Saudi is the founder of Be Unique Group and uh, Arena, which is based in Dubai. Thank you very much for coming Thank in. You. This has been a pleasure. And uh, good, luck to, good luck tomorrow at that live workshop. Thank you so much. We have over 200 people attending, so it'd be absolutely outstanding. And love to invite you there if you can make it. TSB Talk Sport Business on Talk 100.3. Hey, thanks for listening to another TSB TalkSport Business Podcast. And don't forget, if you want to hear the full show, we're live every weekday from 3 to 7 p.m. across the UAE on Talk 100.3. Or you can listen to us via the Big Fan TV app.